What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 12, Tom Brady episode, GOAT episode uh, of Three Guys from the South Side. My name is Mike Merrick. Uh, with me, as always, Champaign, Illinois, keeping us proud. Boys, Bernardi. Boys, how are we doing? Uh, doing good. I heard the weather down there is bad in, in Texas, and there's a rolling blackouts, but hopefully we can get through this episode in the next 45 minutes. I haven't had a blackout since Saturday. We're fine. Um, in all in all seriousness, though, uh, yeah, it's it's a little bit brutal down here in south uh, so, south of the border, uh, the Texas border that is the Republic of Texas, as people think about it down here. Uh, but joining us, uh, making two three today, Providence Catholic class of twenty ten alumni, uh, Eastern Illinois uh, hockey player, uh, put up a put up some big numbers junior senior year. Chicago native, Mokina native, who made his way down to Dallas, Texas, not that far after I did. Not to mention this guy had a, a very illustrious youth hockey career with the Orland Park Vikings. Number 28 on the ice. Number 28 on the ice, number one in your hearts, Joe Salazar. Joe, welcome to the three guys from the South Side. Hey, boys. Thanks for having me. I think you, uh, you switched up the – at Providence Catholic, I didn't have any points. I had all pins, so a little, uh, <laughs> classic mix-up there. But all all pen- all penalties, no points. All good, all good. Uh, so Joe, uh, all of our all of our guests that typically come on the show, they they got to get a few questions. So, uh, boys, start us off. Uh, what do we got here for Mister Salazar? Put him up to the test. Yeah, we got an EIU graduate for uh, those back home who don't know. It's about 50 mile, fifty minute drive south of, from Champaign-Urbana. I've made a couple of visits there back in the day to visit a couple of boys. But uh, when's the last time you had Gumby's? Ooh, Gumby's. I would say graduated December of 2014, probably April of 2013. All right, there we go. And uh, – when I would visit ISU. Average BAC level of at least 0.12 to be able to eat that, and it has to be after midnight. But uh, it's still good stuff, and it's always a good fun time in Charleston. I'm pretty sure I'm not allowed back after I was shooting bottle rockets out of my mouth at one time. Uh, had a little bit too much uh, too much summer beer that day. Uh, Salazar, talk us a little bit about how, how you like Dallas, Texas. What are you doing down here and? uh what uh what keeps you busy in your free time? Uh yeah, well first Blake, Gumby's did you say Gumby's or Chubby's? Yeah. Chubby's, I get it wrong, whatever. Yeah. I'm all- no, no, no. no. Gumby's, so I can't remember the right name. <laughs> Gumby's is at ISU, Chubby's is at uh East Illinois. Yeah, no, yeah, that's right. it. It's the same bad, concept. It's basically just a huge pizza that's full of cheese, like cut as like cheese sticks, and they have all these crazy They're cheese sauces. sticks. Um yeah. yeah, anyways, Mike. Um, you know, what, what I like, I guess the, the core of your question is what I like about Dallas. Is that correct? Sure. Yeah. Um, I would say, uh, no state income tax. No state income tax. Okay. That's fair. No state income tax. You get an automatic raise depending on which city and state, or I guess state you're, you're relocating from. But, uh, that was, that's a good, uh, just a quick win out of the gate. But um, the weather is typically a plus. Um, we golf, I think, like two weeks ago, and now we're. Uh, but now we're we're obviously 
and rotating blackouts um, have tubs full of water in case you run out of water and need to flush our toilets. Um, but uh, so I don't know if that's really a positive anymore, um, a warmer climate. Um, times like these, I wish I was in Chicago and 14 inches of snow. Um, but I also like the, uh, the douchebags in Dallas because they make me feel a lot better about myself. <laughs> that's There's fine. No hey, I, don't you, I, I don't see you wearing cowboy boots and a cowboy hat down McKinney Ave. That's for sure. So at least, at least, you know, not, uh, not when I'm, not when I'm around, but, uh, Hey, you mentioned a quick win earlier. Talk about quick wins. Boy, were we hot last weekend. Unbelievable. Uh, our picks Saturday went six and zero. Sunday picks went one and zero. total of seven and zero on the free picks from, from boys, uh, and myself boys, Talk us through quickly your picks and, and, and how they fare. Yeah, well, first we start off Friday night with Illinois-Nebraska, but that one technically doesn't count because in Illinois you can't bet on that game legally, so illegal bets don't count on this podcast. But um, Saturday what we started out with was um, Loyola minus 3.5. That's actually an illegal bet here too, but we're counting it as a win because it's our podcast anything goes. Iowa minus 5 against uh, Michigan State. Creighton money line plus 120. Under UNC, UVA 130. Over in the Florida Panthers game and under in the Montreal Canadiens game. And the thing is, those six bets, all of them were stress free, easy wins. Sharpie those games at halftime or after the end of the second period. It was a good deal, made some money. Weekly perennial, still can't figure that out. But uh, odds of that's about 1,000 to 1. We're only on week 12. So we got about 988 more episodes to go. What did we, uh, what did we finish on the weekly perennial? Uh, five and five. Well, no, five and uh, seven. My soccer plays were horrible. Ooh. All right, all right. Hey, hey, opportunity to bounce back. Uh, look, we went, uh, we went three and zero Saturday. Uh, Tampa, Florida over. That was a no doubter. Seven goals in that game. Thanks for coming. Uh, Toronto, Montreal was uh, a defensive struggle, just like we thought. That game went under two to one final. Uh, we had Iowa. They covered easy against Michigan State. Uh, Smile you later there from Breslin Arena. Oh, and then finally, uh, look, I had a tumultuous Sunday. Missed my flight. I was down in the dumps, but you know what I did? I turned on, like I told our listeners, turned on the turned on the Caps Pens game at noon. And guess what? We were laughing two and over there, six three final. Uh, pens over the caps. We were smiling and dialing come Monday morning because we went four and zero. Took our bookie. You know that 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 please send message went away this week. Uh, it said carry. I was I'm still dash, but I, at least I got a carry out of it uh, after going four and zero. So not not a bad weekend for the boys. Seven and zero. I love those airport bets. Oh, love them. But hey, I wasn't even in the airport, man. I was I was outside of the airport thinking about going in, but. Everything was getting canceled, man. It sucked. It sucked. When six uh, hey. started, we're hoping to carry it over to uh, this week. Hold on, hold on. I I like to think that I had a pretty bad travel day, or a couple days. Joe, can you please elaborate on your travels from Sunday, like mid afternoon, to you arriving home? I think it was what Tuesday morning. Yeah, I'll I'll give you a brief synopsis because it it's pretty extensive, but. Um, <laughs> Essentially, we were supposed to take off at 2 p.m. on Sunday. From where? Eastern time. Eastern time from Charleston, which is about and and you hours. and you originated where? 
so yeah so we were supposed to leave hilton head at around 11 get to charleston around 105 because it's about a two hour two hour and five minute drive um for a 2:20 p.m flight eastern land in dallas fort worth airport american airlines at around 4 45 p.m central home Great by airport. six Hot food in there home by yeah home by six pizza on the table by seven head hits the pillow by 9 30. you know that's like what's going through my mind after a three-day uh non-stop booze okay. fest and uh the flight ends up getting canceled saturday night around like 10 28 p.m eastern um had a knee-jerk reaction we in like our only option essentially was to book the 7 a.m flight monday morning so going to bed saturday night knowing that you know we got another night ahead so it makes makes it a little bit more palatable however um on our way to charleston from hilton head on sunday uh, that, that two-hour drive uh, we get an email that the the flight for that next morning is canceled um so then it moves to a 2 20 p.m flight seven seven eight hour delay there uh, we end up driving to birmingham um get there around midnight and uh take the 7 40 a.m flight out southwest uh land at love field opposite airport where the rental car was located um end up arriving around 9 48 a.m central on tuesday morning so uh yeah, it uh, definitely stress tested uh, the patience, which I, I realized I um, I don't have any to be candid. But um, <laughs> it was it was a great weekend, Zero. incredible weekend, um, and I think we had so much fun. And um, you know, playing you're playing Harbor Town. What's not to love about Harbor Town? 90, Ninety-two, you and uh, eating lobster rolls and oysters. So you go from that to uh, eating a protein bar at an airport. With the Dasani water, Not life fast. ain't that bad. Life ain't that bad. <laughs> well, hey, we're glad you made it. We're glad you're you're on the show here. Uh, recording a little bit later this week on Thursday, um, but again, needed a couple days to recover here. Uh, and look, a couple days to formulate a couple more winners uh, for our listeners for the week. We've got my favorite segment coming up right now: the weekly perennial. Uh, boys, how many games do we have? Do we have 10 or 11? Oh, uh, we got 11 games and one across the pond on uh, Sunday morning. Oh, we're going across the pond. Is it a West Ham game? Tell me it's a West Ham game. No, nah, man, you. You know I did. You know I did. Um, all right. Weekly perennial. 11 picks with the juice and the points bet, the boost on points bet. A $20 investment. Pays twenty thousand tendies. That's McChickens, McNuggets, however you want to spend them at McDonald's on the dollar menu. Twenty thousand of them. Joe, it'll buy Anna something real nice. I know. I know you've been been looking at those properties down there in Lower Greenville. Twenty dollar investment on the points bet. That's gonna get that down payment, son. So, boys, hit us. I might have to pay the PMI. Not bad. Not bad. I'll take anything I can get. <laughs> what do you got for us boys hit us with the weekly perennial all right we got games from 11 a.m to 10 p.m so uh, let's sur- just try to survive the 11 a.m slate and go from there but uh here we go hold your nose for the first one michigan state plus six at indiana and bloomington nova minus six at home against utah smu minus 10 against usf another one hold your nose iowa state plus 11 against oklahoma and then we're going under again, just like we did last week for a few of these games. 
under Tennessee, Kentucky, 128. Wake Forest, plus one against NC State. West Virginia, a team that ruins my weekly perennial every week. I'm going back to the well. Plus two at Texas. Richmond, minus eight against Duquesne. Under UVA Duke, 133. Under Zaga, San Diego, 156. So when you're 10-0 and 0 and you need one more game to win that $20,000, Man U, minus 375 against Newcastle. Sunday morning. So if Saturday night you're out, Waking up around noon, you might have twenty thousand dollars in uh, your points bet account when you when you wake up Sunday hungover. No, hey, I'm gonna be. I'm, I'm on the seven day DL after last weekend, so I'm gonna be on the couch. Can you repeat that soccer game? Because I mean, I, I'll probably be up the break of dawn here. Man, Manchester United minus three seventy five just to beat Newcastle straight up. So all they need to do is win one nothing or by one goal. No spread. Oh, there. that's that's nothing. That's nothing. It just depends how much do I want to risk. To pick up a small chunk of change, so hundred dollars um, wins you about thirty. God, I love I love this perennial. You know what? I'm getting in this week. I haven't been getting in in recent weeks because I've been I've been a little soft on that. But I, I'm getting back in this week. We're gonna hit it. We're gonna hit, dude. It's twenty dollars. Come on, it's, tw- it's fucking twenty. I got a thirty dollar free bet, Mikey. I'll put ten dollars in there for you. So we'll do thirty, and uh, we'll make that thirty k. We were buying d- double Tito's OJ's last week for twenty dollars. It's fine in but South I- Carolina. Oh, you guys sure you were in Chicago? We were at Harbor Town, dude. Come on. Oh, they were there you go. I thought you were talking about at a random. They were soaking us for every penny, but dude, I mean, it was worth it. Those they they, they those doubles were actually triples on the Tito's. So, um, the, the well, yeah. Mike's, Mike's order by nine a.m. the next morning. Yeah, yeah. First <laughs> one. The the bartender at the clubhouse had Mike's order. He he didn't know Mike's <laughs> name, but he knew him by the order of his drink by nine a.m. The first morning, Friday morning, double Tito soda. Hey, DTV, there's DTV soda. over there. Double Tito's and vodka. Uh, d- what is it? Soda, Mike? No, OJ. Double orange Tito's, juice. DTO. There's DTO over there. And he 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 knew he was getting a decent tip out of it. He, he knew we knew we were on vacation. So my God, um, look, there's a lot of games though, guys, that I absolutely love on the card this week. Um, not only in the NHL, I've got an actual, a, a pretty good pick, uh, I think in the NCAA boys, do you want to start with hoops or NHL? Yeah, let's start hoops and we'll go with college since, uh, Super Bowl's over and everyone's starting to heat up and look at these college basketball games every weekend. Um, just a couple things that I'm going to hit back home with. I've been off on Richmond. I thought they were a team to beat this year. They lost to VCU last night. They're about done. Uh, disappointing senior laden team thought they could be a sneaky sweet 16 team to start the year, throw them away. Uh, Creighton's heating up at the right time. I love this team. I'm going to say it again. If you're in a Calcutta or you want a dark horse final four team or someone that can have an upset in around a 32 or sweet 16 Creighton, they absolutely blew out Villanova game. Wasn't even close at halftime. I could basically points bet already sent me my money for the win before the game even finished. Um, and just another team that, uh, going to keep fading and it's kind of crazy is Tom Izzo's time in East Lansing might be done. Like they're an absolute mess this year. I can't believe how bad they are. What? Yes. What? It is really not. It's not a good year. They were a top 10 team. They're not even going to make the tournament along with uh, Kentucky. So uh, it's kind of interesting there, but no, just keep riding Creighton They're They have a long bye week. They're just going to keep getting better. Their, their best player is healthy. He's finally recovered from knee surgery. Um, that's the team right there. And Iowa and Illinois look good too. So uh, 
couple of local teams to cheer for, for um, people who are listeners on our podcast. So uh, college basketball is fun, but uh, um, Merrick, do you want to talk about the locks for college basketball now or we want to hit the NHL? No, let's, let's hit the locks now. And you just talked about hitting local, baby. I'm staying, I'm staying local too. You know what? Hook them, hook them horns, baby. We're going Texas, West Virginia on Saturday. We're going over. I don't care what the line is. These two teams go over uh, about 67% of the time, 25 and 13 uh, combined. These two teams have gone over on the year. Texas at home on overs, seven and four uh, on, their, on their over place. West Virginia on the road, seven games, six have gone over. Both teams have had a week to rest. They had a game midweek postponed. Uh, I believe uh, West Virginia was supposed to play Baylor um, I jogs my memory who Texas had on the board, but their game also got postponed. Well rested teams are going to be shooting the ball while they're going to be running the floor. I love, I, I can't say it anymore. I love this over on Saturday. Lock, lock this one in uh, as soon as you can. It's, it's only going to go up as the public starts hitting it over all day, West Virginia, Texas uh, on Saturday. There we go. Uh, I got a lock too. It's only one this week. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna swear here for the fir- first time. First time here, week twelve. Fuck the Hurley brothers. Arizona State, UConn, <laughs> overrated. They went to Duke. They're self entitled pricks who are living off their dad, who's a great high school coach. Hot take. A good year this year, but I do not believe the hype. The Big East is overrated. They're sliding through. People think they're people think they're good. Nova just got spanked at Creighton. They're pl- they're playing at home. They had a week off to cook and get this vic- and get that bad taste out of their mouth. They're gonna blow UConn out. Give me Nova minus six at home against UConn. That's my one lock of the week. So the ten thousand dollars you guys won betting those six plays for us um, last week, put it all on that Texas over and all on Nova minus six. Put it all on it. Put the house, the farm, everything, the mortgage, the payment, <coughs> you name it, you name it. All right, so let's go to NHL really quick. So the hometown team for us, the Chicago Blackhawks, a lot of people had them written off for dead after the first game of the season. But uh, as Mike said before the show, they've won seven of their last nine games. Uh, Is this sustainable, boys? Is this sustainable? Can Can we talk about Patrick King? Oh, of course. I mean, he might win the heart. I, he's 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 one of the best players in the league well, right now. He's, I, I think there's something about his presence in the locker room that, to Blaze's point, is is really kickstarting the Blackhawks and helping them home along here. They, um, I feel like they're they're just a new team within the past couple of weeks, um, and I and I for some reason think this has to do with a lot a lot about locker room presence. They're showering together. They're getting to know each other a little bit more. A little bit more. It's socially distanced, but that goes a long way in terms of cultivating team chemistry on the ice. Um, I, 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 but I also think this starts at the back end with Lank the Tank, Kevin Lankinen. Have you guys have you guys been following him? Yeah, what is he? he's got? What seven? He's seven, two, and three on the year, I believe. Um, he's. I mean, he's. he's I mean, it pitched a shutout last night uh, against the Red. I mean, it's the Red Wings, but dude, look, I, I agree with I agree with the locker room presence, and I will say one thing I noticed about Patrick Kane in yesterday's uh, game against Detroit. I saw Patrick Kane try to beat out an icing call. When was the last time you saw Patrick Kane 
try to beat out an icing call when he knew he was going to get beat. And and did icing get called? Yes. But he hustled the play out. That's the kind of leadership that you need, especially with such a young team. And that's why guys like Priest Suter um, and and Hagel, like those younger guys who are, are – it's their first year in the league, second year in the league, they see that and it's like, okay – if this guy can do it, why can't I? Right, like I, I can at least hustle. Right, they, they probably acknowledge the fact that they don't have that the the talent or the hands, uh, nor the three rings that that guy has. But they can at least see a leader like that hustle for every puck, regardless if he knows that he's gonna gonna get it or not. And I, I Joe, I agree with you. I think that goes a long way. They, um, I think the, the issue with um, the NHL standings right now is that. The Hawks are sitting pretty with the standings, but they have less games. They haven't played. had a game canceled yet. They're one of the few. Or, I'm sorry, they have more games played. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, they have, they have the second most games played at 18. Only one team, I believe, Vancouver has 20 games played. Right. And I think but isn't that good for them? They're not. All these other teams are going to be playing three games in four nights, and they can just sit back and go sure. with their normal schedule. True. That's a good True. point. I mean, you're running it, the goalie boutique. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it's almost better this year to be on top and then say, hey, we got a couple of games in advance because you don't know what's going to happen. And hell, Dallas has had their last four games canceled because they can't get the lights on for fucking three hours in a row. Hey, the lights are on, buddy. Believe me. The lights are the lights are on. Oh, yeah. Next door neighbor over here. Yeah, yeah. Hops Hop Smith and the jump away. I mean, the, the New Jersey Devils have put it in perspective have only played 10 games. Now that's because like majority of their team and front office what had contact exposure. So look, I the Hawks do look great. Have they played a lot of games? Sure, but I I agree though, Joe. They're 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 stringing games together. They've got a great power play, top three power play uh, in the league. And when you have a back end like like uh, and playing, uh, God, we love those fins. We love those fins. I I got a a stat that I found about them. I thought it was quite impressive. And yes, he's a finished goalie. I, I, dude, I think Stan, I hate to compliment Stan's efforts in the office. Um, out after like 2017, because I, I do respect him for the three cups. Um, however, I do think he found a little diamond rough. This guy hasn't even been drafted. He wasn't even drafted. No. He's an undrafted, absolute brick house. He's, this statistic, because he won the 2019 gold medal for Finland and played each playoff game. Uh, that's like that's kind of where he got a little bit of a spotlight. But this stat I found is he had the second he has the second highest save percentage at 94.2 percent in the World Juniors as Finn. Guess who's guess who holds the record for that? Andre Vasilevsky. How so, crazy is that? That's he, pretty good company. He's just short of Vasilevsky's. World Junior title, or um, could it? Hey, could have record, potential. Could have potential. You, I mean, that's a pretty, that's a pretty stout company. Who? Um, Crawford started. Well, yeah, and then look where he's at now. Um, hey, cocaine's no. a hell of a drug. <laughs> hey, you said it, not he me. Has issues. You said it, not me. Um, Joe, talk us through one of your picks. Uh, how many you got total in the NHL for the weekend? I got. First and foremost, front and center, the Battle of Alberta. First time these two teams have faced all year. So you have second, to hit the over. Second time. Second, second time? Second. Have to hit the over at six and a half for a couple reasons. One, it's going to be an absolute bloodbath, and they're going to fight for every puck. 
and each team wants to win extremely bad. But also, Connor McDavid is on a four or I'm sorry, a five game goal drought. He's had a handful of points, several points, obviously assists. Oh, he's, but he hasn't he's scored a goal. He hasn't scored a goal in five games. And you're going to put he's him doing. in the arena against for the Battle of Alberta. He's going to be off the leash. Dude, I I'm all over that game as well. Uh, Edmonton's averaging uh, 6.83 goals per game total, uh, including what they're giving up and uh, putting in the back of the net. Uh, and look, Edmonton also gives up the fifth most shots in the league. Um, you get you know a team uh, with some talent in Monahan, Goudreau. Um, look, I, I agree with you. I think that's going to be uh, an absolute bloodbath. Not to mention, it really depends on who they put in net, I think, for Edmonton. Um, Mike Smith is three and zero in his last three games since coming back off injury, and they've gone back and forth um, with him and uh, Koskinen. Uh, keep in mind, Koskinen though in his last three games, given up fourteen goals, one of which was six goals against Calgary. Uh, what about uh, uh, yeah, six games ago for them now? So uh, look, I think they got his number if they put Koskinen in, in the net, and and I agree. I think they go over six with, with no problem, six and a half for sure. So um, I could see this being an eight, nine total goal game uh, come Friday night. So, uh, Joe, the other one I got in the NHL Saturday, Florida Panthers puck line. I don't have the line yet against the Detroit Red Wings. The Red Wings stink. Barkoff and Huberto are over a point a game. Huberto's got 20 points in 14 games. Uh, the Panthers are red hot, top three team in the league right now. Uh, and frankly, the Wings are, I think, uh, the bottom team in the league, if not bottom two teams in the league. They stink. Um, this young talent is not coming to fruition yet for uh, Stevie Y in that front office. Granted, I mean, this isn't much of Stevie Y's work. But at the end of the day, the, the wings just stink and the Panthers are red hot. So take the puck line Saturday night. I don't care what the line is. Um, take the puck line uh, for the Panthers. Does uh, does Coach Q still have his bodacious gray mustache, lip rug? He has to. Not as good as mine, though. Yeah. Panthers puck line. <laughs> you can't stop what Q. Else? Can't stop Q. What, what, what else you got for Saturday, Joe? Or Sunday? Um, NHL? I, I I have another one for Friday, actually, um, and you ha- I just have to I have to ride the Hawks. Um, I'm taking the money line because for some reason the Hurricanes are favorite. Actually, I shouldn't say for some reason. Hurricanes is pretty good, but it's going to be. You also have Tamo Teravainen on the Hurricanes, and he's a goal scorer. Played against him once. He played on a men's league team once for VPAC. We played guys. Yeah, we played the yeah, Wheeling Nailers. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, got dusted by the Nailers. Um, so having said that, parlaying the money line with the over, but then taking the money line on the side, RA move. But um, I do like the Blackhawks tomorrow. All right, all right. I like I like the hometown pick. I like the hometown pick. So to recap, we got two picks here on the over in the Calgary Flames Edmonton game Friday night. Uh, the Florida Panthers puck line on Saturday, and uh, the Chicago Blackhawks uh, money line here on Friday night against the Carolina Panthers, or I'm sorry, Carolina Hurricanes, uh, different sport here. Boys, 
what else do you got on the card for uh, Saturday or Sunday that you want to lock up? Uh, just a couple other games I'll say I like that I like in the weekly perennial too. Um, <clears throat> well, Nova's my only lock though, so bear with me. SMU minus 10 at home against South Florida. That team in South Florida, Tampa Bay, Tom Brady hasn't rubbed off on them. They stink. I think SMU blows them out at home. And then the other one I would say is Tennessee and Kentucky. Both teams play really good defense. They are offensively challenged. Don't know how to score. 128 seems low, but Ooh. I don't know Ooh. if I think it's going to be a low-scoring first half, 45, 40 points maybe, and then you got to think there's no way they're scoring 80 in the second half. So give me those two as the other ones I like. But uh, pretty slow week, but uh, nope, we're just observing mostly for March Madness, and uh, we'll be ready to go once Selection Sunday comes on March 14th, which is also daylight savings time. So that's just a great – day to look forward to in general pie day too for oh uh, man I forgot about that for for our friends at 330 watch grand yeah finance major at iowa he'd remember that there it is there it is hey you know what i didn't forget this week boys you know what i didn't forget i didn't forget your birthday our our co-host here boys bernardi on monday february 15th turned 30 years old boys 30 30 boys it is belated, a, man it's a complete joy to have known you as long as we have. Uh, yeah, no, uh, obviously not as fun as last year, but uh, last year we went down to uh, Dallas and all of us had a pretty good time. But uh, this year with COVID and everything, still made the most of it, had a good time. But uh, 30s looking up, can't be worse than 29 after uh, 2020. So uh, we'll see how it goes. I think El Chapo's. The, oh, yeah. the consumption of last year kind of was was an it, it it kind of satisfies his two birthdays. So you you basically celebrated for two birthdays last year. That place yeah. was. I didn't fall off a fence this year either. <laughs> I forgot you fell off the fence. <laughs> Smoke day, uh, splitting uh, splitting a couple American spirits. Not a big deal. <laughs> and I'm pretty um, sure uh, those scooters got banned last year because of us too. So that was fun. They they did. There's nothing no like longer scoot- allowed in Dallas. There's nothing Blame like scoot- scootering like <laughs> two and a half miles from Lower Greenville back to back to Victory Park. That was quite the treat. Um, going through the Target parking lot, unbelievable. Uh, but no, dude, happy 30th. 30 is going to be a good year for you. Um, looking forward to it. So happy to share uh, your birthday week with you. Um, but hey, wrap us up though, boys. What's the weather looking like in South Bend, Indiana? Are we getting snow? Is it is it cold outside or, or, or what are we looking like? Baby, it's cold outside, but we're snapping the two-week streak of snow. It's uh, sunny, partly cloudy, high at 23 degrees, which is warm up here considering the past couple of weeks. Um, wind is only five miles an hour, so no grad assistance. Need to be on DEFCON 1 over there. Everything's okay. Not bad. Not bad. I think they're still recovering, too, from about the 24 inches of snow in the last uh, 96 or so hours. So hopefully uh, no grad assistance slip and fall on that ice because, yeah, baby, it's going to be cold outside. But, uh, look, 28, thanks for coming on the show this week. Uh, we appreciate having you, especially on, on short notice. Uh, appreciate you being uh, a good uh, a good roomie last weekend, too. So thanks for coming on, bud. We appreciate it yeah. having you. Yeah, thanks. Good seeing you. Thanks for it. Yeah, nice to reconnect with you, Blaze. And I, I know with the late the late uh phone call, Michael, I was like, ah, someone played bail. He's got you know, it's like when someone has like an extra ticket, they're like, Hey, we need a fourth. No, no I'm just kidding. I love you guys. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone uh, another former hockey player, he's got a coach uh the 
the youth, the future generations to play hockey or learn how to be a man or something. Yeah, so uh, for all you listeners out there to uh, follow up a strong performance from Mr. Salazar, we've got a treat. We've got the man, George Molaris, coming on the show himself. Uh, Going to be a good episode. But, Joe, again, dude, thanks for coming out, uh, thanks, joining us today and, and, and talking shop a little bit. I know we got a couple really big winners dialed up for, uh, for the weekend, so I'm excited. So, uh, listeners, thanks for tuning in, and we will uh, catch everybody next week. Peace.